This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in, we appreciate it. Gil Alexander, Kelly Midland in the hizzy at Barcanada here at the Barrage at the D, downtown Las Vegas. Bill Krakenberger joins us once again, unscripted with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger. Um, before we move on, Bill, I did just one thing occurs yeah. to me because, you know, you casually threw out, hey, you know, I'm 101st and I'm 179th and circa millions. And there's got to be a portion of the audience and forgive me on this, but there's got to be a portion of the audience that's like, how is crack crack? Doesn't, like he doesn't really even handicap. He's 101st. He's 179th. And then we know our buddy Randy McKay is doing very well. We know our buddy Steve Fezzik is trying to cash big time in this as well. Why is this what to the average person listening, the average better? Why are you guys just better at this? Why is the Las Vegas Chris's of the world better at this than most? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I haven't even checked with Chris. I'm sure he's up there, too. Um, well, let me just, you know, I'm not giving away no secret sauce here. I, I talked about it in the first segment a little bit. I, I, I look at the lines when they come up. And I look at the, I'm sorry, when, they, when the, the lines, I'm talking about the circle lines, when they put it out, the, the contest lines. And then I'll try to look Saturday at the latest possible time, which is 4 p.m., but I don't go that late. I'm more, I'm more working on it around 12 to 1 p.m. And I'll look at, to see what line has moved. But I like to use key numbers more than just like a uh, line move from five and now it's five and a half. I, I like to see if anything moved from like six and a half to seven maybe three to three and a half or two and a half. And I'll use just basically it's market capping. So it's just capping the market more than actually going in and deep into the games at what it is versus that particular, at that particular time. Now this doesn't work every year. Um, Right. You know, some years, some years 
just so happens that the line moves don't cash. And, and, and how about this? You'll have seven or eight of them sometimes to look over and you have to only pick five. So now you have to pick the five, which you feel are the best. So you have to put your own, you know, your own human feel, the human element of it into the contest. And let me talk about the biggest factor. That's right. Luck. Luck. Bam. There's, there's a ton of luck involved. It's not, uh, it doesn't make us no geniuses. Um, you know, Sam Grizzle, I don't know if anyone knows that name. He was a poker guy. He died. But Sam told Phil Hellmuth once on TV, he's like, you know, did you ever think that you're just one of those poker goofballs that run good? That's what Sam told on TV. And um, sometimes you just got to run good. It's true. I mean, uh, there's there's a a large luck factor to to contest too, not just, um, you know, looking at these episodes. So think about the combination of those things. I think that um, is Bill. I no. think I think you gave a great answer, a great answer. And okay, I just cool. I, I think it's so good that I want to repeat some of the details sure. of it, because I think this is for the for the newer betters or for the average better who is not really a contest veteran. I think this is such a great point, which is you in, you know, again, not sacredly, but in general, the best contest players wait till the wait till as close to the deadline as possible. You want as perfect information as you can get. In other words, with injuries, with the, primarily with with the lines. So you are you're more you're playing this mechanically. It's market capping. Then you are, the, you know, what we talk about, the content that we fill hours with is, you know, trying to handicap individual games. Well, with contest players, you're, you're really approaching it a different way. It's more of a market cap that way. So that's not the sexiest answer for people. A lot of people, you know, are fans and they want to talk about the, the X's and O's and what they think is going to happen in a game. That's not the general thing that, that contest, that successful contest, consistently successful contest players are doing. The other part is also, is, is the other part that needs to be emphasized. Luck. You have to be able to just accept that, and we talk about this in Survivor a lot too, which is a whole nother form of luck, right? Where I said, oh, there's always one person that's not going to chop because they think it's them. But in these contests, in the, in the handicapping contests, the millions where you have to pick five games, the, the Megapod is a great example. We have Brad Feinberg as our guest on the Megapod today from uh, Philly. You know, on the Megapod this year, I am 34, 16, and one. Okay, 34, 16, and one, because we go three picks deep. Now, you can say to yourself, have I been fortunate picking the right three games in the Megapod? Probably there's an element to that. But if I extend it to five picks and I'm doing Circa Millions, which I have, I can't even get to 60%. So it's a difference between what, 68% versus I can't get to 60%. Now, what does that mean? That means have I been a little unlucky picking my fourth and fifth? Probably so as well. So it's, you just have to. And I'm not doing it the way you guys are doing it. I'm just doing it strict handicapping what I feel. But it, the, and the, and the point that you made in the middle there needs to be emphasized, too, because it's a three-point thing. It doesn't work every year either, that approach. So some years, it does. The market just, if you get the best of it, you're going to cash at a rate that allows you to be towards the top of a contest. But that ain't science either. 
But will it get you there more often than the average handicapper will do? Just handicapping games by him or herself? Yes, probably so over a long period of time. And I think that's a great answer to that question, Bill, because I do think there's a lot of people who's like, how does... How is crack up there? How is Fez always up there? How is Las Vegas Chris always up there? What's the magic? There's no magic. There's no magic. Smart guys, everybody. Don't get me wrong. But that's that's what y'all are doing. And, and but by the way, and, and this is why you have to have luck because even even the line moves, you're going to go what? Okay, have a good season and go three and two on every one of them, and that's having an unbelievable season. That's not going to get you the money in certain nope. million. Nope. Not even going to get the money. You have to have that luck factor involved there, there still to get the money there. So Kelly and I um, have a rule. We have a rule on this show. If you're not 60% in millions, you don't even talk about your entry. There's no point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Um, okay. There was another I, thing. I there, want, there's yeah, a, yeah I there's want, another I thing. With, that note. Yeah, with week oh, 18. Ahead, let, me, let me just sort of give the preamble here, Bill. With week 18, there's right. a lot of different quirks that we don't necessarily talk about. We talk about it being strange with oh, all these you know, backup quarterbacks are playing. Some teams have something to play for. Other teams don't. There's a lot of quirks with week 18. One is has to do with sports books, which is, you know, they have a lot of season long liability to some of the, you know, the, the year long bets. And so sometimes those books will shade week 18 lines based on that kind of liability. We don't often talk about that. The other thing is, is there's, there's player incentives and you have something on that. Yes. Yes. But you know, someone just texted me something. He's right. You know, those line moves, just to show you how that doesn't always work. Let me, let me get to this first. If you followed the bowl season and the bowl line moves, oh, oh my God. God not one of them moved eight, nine, ten points. Yeah. And none of them, like, uh, on a high rate, did not cash. I mean, you That's got right. destroyed. Under, under, he said under 35%. He's right. On line moves for the bowls. I, don't ask me how I actually danced through the raindrops and went 13 and three on releases somehow. I have no idea. But. So he's right, though. But the line moves aren't always gospel. So, um, okay. So let's go talking about these games this weekend. Here, you can just tell. Now, I wrote down this forty-eight hours. I know what that means. So we have games starting approximately forty-eight hours from now. The books won't even put the first halves up yet. I mean, just think about that. Mm -hmm. They won't even put the first. Normally, now you have first halves for you know Sunday's game. No, there's like two books that I first asked for Sunday's games. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, normally, um, and that's because you want to know why, uh, there's so many different moving parts here for first halves and first quarters. The, the, there could be, could be some really good opportunity betting. Now, not as many as previous years on week 18, but there could be a lot of different Incentive wives, um, well, that's incentives for, for more, more, more for the, the the players and player props. But um, some teams we don't know if they're resting their starters, or, or maybe they just announcing now, like they announced Lamar and they announced maybe Purdy and the, the San Fran team. But you know, do you well, the situations here? Do you want to keep your starters, uh, you know, inactive for a couple of weeks because if, if you won like a division? Um, and, and, and you have like one of the top seeds. So it's kind of interesting thing. I'll just tell you guys this normally on Sundays, the market is so efficient that the closer to game time, the more I, I don't respect the line moves, it, you know, like 10 minutes before the game, 20 minutes before the game, that could be just 
books trying to get in line for the, what, what, what risk they have. Um, not so for this Sunday. I would respect the line moves, any big line moves this weekend on Sunday even, uh, more than I would the other 17 weeks. So uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of weather situations. There's a lot of resting player situations. I would just watch, and I'm talking about early Sunday morning. I think there should there could, there could be some good opportunities to grab some low hanging fruit from the slower moving sports books um, around the nation. I'll just tell you that that this this weekend is really unique. Normally, one of the greatest weekends for player props, week eighteen. Uh, normally, one of the greatest weekends for betting in general, volume wise. I usually have a lot of different bets, um, so. Just pay attention to the line moves. And what I mean is right now, just take a copy of the circle lines. Just take a copy of them. Make a copy of them what they are now. Put, pull them up Sunday morning. See where they went. And, and try to find, follow one of those line services. It's a great, point. There, it's right? a great point about the weather, too. Right now, with the forecast, it looks like the most difficult weather for football, meaning high mile per hours and winds, uh, is going to be in Baltimore Saturday, where the total has dropped to 35, and in Foxborough on Sunday, where the total is, what, 30 and a half right now? But weather changes, to Bill's point. So if it, in fact, turns out to be not that bad, you might see a swing upward in that. Uh, keep track of all of that, of course. More with the Crackman on the other side, Bill Krakenberger, at Bill Crackman with a K on Twitter. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit v to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every NFL or bowl game or championship game in college football? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. We're always improving our betting splits and recently added soccer betting splits from around the world, like this one. You got to get ready for this game about to kick off. It's Osasuna and Almeria coming from La Liga. Yo. From where? 
La Liga in Spain. Betting, betting splits. Yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check them out. Today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com slash splits. Who is that? Who's playing each other there again? That is uh, Osasuna and Almeria. Okay. All right. If you say so. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book. Blue Hen Bill. Blue Hen Bill thinks I'm orchestrating the uh, award award segments. He says, so how about putting a Flacco voter on the show? No kidding. The Flacco numbers were going down until your two AP voters came on, came on the show. Congrats, Gil. You moved the line. <laughs> Better put in a Hamlin hedge. <laughs> I don't know what these guys are thinking when they come on the show. Yeah, seriously. We're, we're, we're just glad we've talked to two actual voters. Uh, <laughs> that's right. We don't know what they're going to say. Uh, just, we know what we're going to ask them. We don't know what their yeah, that's right. answers are going to be. We know what we're going to ask. We don't know what they're going to come back with. Jesse Welch, uh, I was the one that tweeted in after Flacco's third start, saying that I couldn't stop firing bets in at 100 to 1. Considering what your voter guests have said this week, I heavily hedged on Hamlin yesterday. I think that's appropriate. Sources say, lost in history, the ref aided Skins' victory in the 83 NFC Championship game. First of all, sources say, how dare you? What he's referring to, (laughs) by the way, what he's referring to is, after the 83 season, the Skins were, they were, were after after they were 0-5 in 1981, they won 36 of their next 42 games. The 36th of them was this championship game against the Niners where the Skins went up 21 to nothing. Niners caught them 21-21, and then questionable calls on the final drive uh, got the Skins the game-winning field goal. All right. And then Jeff Isaacs. I did the DraftKings $500 pick him for the first time. My goal was 58%. Finished at 61%, 49-31, which returned three times my entry fee. However, luck could have been the difference uh, by 55% and getting nothing and 65% and getting more. That's the NFL, 100%. Yeah, totally. Uh, Good breakdown right there. Absolutely right. And you have to, you just have to be able to it, accept that. It was not a good breakdown. It's a good way to be looking at it if yes. you're in one of those contests. Well, yeah, because uh, by the way, here's Cleve Ta uh, was pointing out something here as well. Uh, Fifteen straight seasons, an underdog of at least three and a half points has won outright in the final week of the regular season. Fourteen of the last fifteen final weeks, a dog of five plus has won outright. That's again sort of buttressing our point of. A lot of those games are going to be teams, the teams that are dogs or teams that have nothing to play for versus teams that have everything to play for. And this one, Bill, will bring you back in for this. This is Chris of St. Bart's, a longtime listener who says, hey, guys, any sports you just won't bet on either because you don't like it or just never see value. Thanks. Bill, anything that you won't bet on? You know, it's amazing. One of the hardest things that I have known to beat over the years is, is the big time soccer league. Now I'm talking about you know, the one that everyone uh, bets all the time that has so many eyeballs on it. Uh, you guys would know the name of the league. The Champions the League, the Premier League? Yeah, of course. Of yeah. course, Premier League. <laughs> I meant Premier League. No, that that is, I know it's the biggest sport worldwide, but I think there's so many eyeballs on that. I think the market is as, as, as efficient as an NFL Sunday football game betting in on Sunday. So I don't mess with that, but yet there's people that swear that they all, they, they, they win. And they, this, listen, uh, the smaller little, I've gotten some phone calls from some guys about these smaller little soccer leagues sometimes. And, um, like I never even heard of these teams. And if I can get down on them and usually no one will have that up, but, uh, because there's something going on there here, but as far as those big soccer games, but yet 
Let me ask a variation. Think, Gil, let, yeah. did, you, did you bet that, Gil? Do you bet soccer a no, little bit? No, not when ge- it's generally World I don't. Cup or anything? Or? Yeah, I mean, I'll do it when it's World Cup or Euro Cup, but not, yeah. not with anything serious. And you're uh, tailing someone sure. there, right? I mean, um, not necessarily. Uh, okay, like, I'll, I'll consider myself an, all of a sudden an, an auto expert, right? Like after watching two games. I just don't do it that seriously. The right. I'll ask it a different way, and this will apply to both of you and Kelly. Do you find that the older you get what you bet on narrows or times of year it narrows into certain sports because i find that with me that's the case right like and i'll leave it even with casino games like in my 20s i did all this stuff that's out there in my 30s then that narrowed and for by the time you know now i don't play any of them right like for years yeah. i haven't played any of these casino games you play a lot of video poker you guys you guys still dabble in that stuff but i don't at all and then even in my sports betting i will find that I used to bet like NBA. I would bet in November and December. I don't bet any NBA at all anymore these times of year. You, as a Kelly? Yeah, I, I, I think what you said of it, maybe I'd be more aggressive and get more intrigued by trying to re, you know branch out and try to do. Yeah, no, I, I just stick to what I know now, which is basketball <laughs> yeah, and golf. Yeah, basketball, golf, and then you know yeah. just like everybody, we all try to beat the NFL. Yeah. Right? We all think we can do it every year. Bill. Excellent. I like the way you reworded this whole thing. It's, it's really set me up for a, for a better answer, too. Yes, of course. I'll, I'll bet more at the beginning of any uh, season when it's more of an inefficient market in the college sports, uh, college basketball, college football. Now I'll slow down as we get into February and uh, until conference tournaments. But then I will bet the first two rounds of March Madness and People will be like, wow, you know, that's the most exciting time of the year to bet. Well, it, it is an exciting time for Joe Public. It's, I'd rather be betting preseason football or uh, first week to, to, to three weeks of college basketball than I would March Madness well, round three or going to the finals or semifinals. Uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking to make money here. I'm not looking just to have fun on, on betting sports. Um, but as far as NBA sides and stuff, I don't even bet them. I I don't know. I don't know anyone that can beat them. I don't know anyone that can beat NBA sides. The one person I did know has slowed down so much that he's not even winning. So I don't know anyone that could beat NBA sides. I I, I just don't. So NBA sides, I stay away from some totals. I'll mess with once in a while. I like, I I, I more stick to those secondary markets of props and, um, and stuff like that. And, but you know, that, that let's just be blunt. That, Get you in trouble. Imagine all you're doing is posting your money. You're not even laying 11 to 10. You're laying on average 11 and a half or 12 to 10. But yet the sports books do not like when you play props. They do not like it. They will limit your account severely. They will throw you out. They will limit you at the counter. It's, it, it's there for the average Joe. I see less and less uh, of these type of bets um, the last five years. and. To be real honest with you, I think Gil and we were talking on the phone during the week, like I wouldn't recommend being a pro sports better or trying to go pro to almost anybody. Like my kids. We, talk, they, we talked I, about I had, this. Yeah. If I had children, I would not want them in this market. I mean, how about, how about you have to win your money a few times? You got to win your money a few know, times. Yeah. Oh, you, you, it's, 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 it's hard enough winning 55, 56, 57%. Now you have to hope to get paid. And that's right. What I tell you is right. You have to hope to get paid. Mm-hmm. I'll just recommend this too. Make a copy of every single bet. If you bet high volume, like 
This week I'm betting high volume. Make sure you make a copy of every single one of your bets and uh, pray, uh, pray you get paid. I also, oh, I'll tell you. I also, and that, that this is a conversation that Bill and I had that it just you do have to get paid twice, sometimes three times, by the way, in certain circumstances. But like, I right. also have brought this up before too, and probably haven't done so in a while, so I should again. Which is the the biggest asset you can have to me as a sports better is also adapting. Like, you know, let's take Rufus as a guy. Rufus is a guy who does everything by model, and that works for him, and that's how his brain works, and it's wildly successful for him. But for the average person who is not having a, a model in front of them, I do think you have to be adaptable. Like we just went through college bowl season. I made a lot of money in college bowl season strictly in game betting, right? Because the nature of college bowl season lends to that. College football as a sport lends to it, but the bowl season with the transfer portals and you don't know really what you're going to get until you actually sit down and watch it. I don't know how you went 13 and three pre flop. That's amazing. But like Unbelievable. in game, but in game you ha- like I believe you had to adapt to that. But that's a moment in time that doesn't shift now to any other sport and be like, well, I'm just going to in game bet everything. No, you you find other ways to. Be Beat other sports, and I think that's that's what's so fascinating about sports betting is that it's always a puzzle you're trying to solve, and it's never just one thing. It's never oh, I must bet ATS preflop on everything. I am a robot, full game, and that's how I'm going to win. You'll never win that way. You'll never win long term that way. And so I think that's that's the biggest asset I believe you can have if you're betting stuff year round. I will look to take a deeper dive into live wagering starting next season. It's just so many things that we do. It's so hard to, but uh, I will take a deeper dive into that against the slow moving sports book. Um, by the way, you, you don't even have to know anything. Uh, just, just going against a slower moving sports book. I know a guy that makes a good living just doing that. Yeah. So that we, will be for next year. And we talked about successful contest players. That's different. That's different. Although they would say we're also successful betters, but it could be different from being, you know, successful betters. James Salinas is very clear about that. He's good at one thing, maybe not as good as the other. Bill, thank you. We appreciate it. Feel better. Thank you. The great Bill Krakenberger at Bill Crackman with a K on Twitter. Wisecracks, the name of the podcast. I got some Aussie open thoughts next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. This week, new customers can bet $5, pocket $150 in bonus bets instantly, and they'll get the NBA League Pass for the rest of the season. Download the app and use the promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Gil Alexander, Kelly Midland, live from Bar Canada here at the D. If your plans today are to come down to the D and play Sigma Derby, uh, let me just say uh, don't. Because there is a group of uh, six or seven people here. They ain't leaving, Gil. They ain't leaving. <laughs> they ain't leaving. <laughs> that is their table. That is their game. I made a bet with the crew. By the time short money uh, starts, I, I would bet. <laughs> I would bet that one of those people is still there. They look, look. They're standing up. They got their buckets. They're ready to go for hours. What do you think? They woke up this morning. They're like, let's go play some Sigma Derby. Or do you think they planned this last night? Oh, I think like, they planned it completely. Like, let's go play Sigma Derby. Yeah, we're going to get there early enough to beat any potential crowd that could be in the way, which they intelligently did. Because because we get some we get some stragglers, especially end of the week. Mm-hmm. This fills up more. Yeah. So I think they were very intelligent about it. So, they're I serious. Think, I think it was very, very much planned out. Uh, I just want to send a shout out because we got a tweet. This is from uh, this is from Michael Burns who said, "Shout out to Matt Humans. Good luck this weekend. He's first and third in the millions quarterly. That's incredible. I had no idea. I had no idea. They are our own Matt Humans. The Sigma, the uh, Sigma, the, the the Circa Millions quarterly prizes. First place." 
is $150,000. Second place is $60,000. Third place is $40,000. Fourth and fifth goes to $15,000 and $10,000. Um, that's some that's a serious change. One hundred fifty thousand if you get if you get first place. So, yeah. so he's he's in first and third. The first place one he's I, I guess just judging because he has seventeen and a half points. So I think that means he's seventeen two and one, probably right. Seventeen two and one. Yeah, I, I've got it in front of me. Seventeen two and one. Yep. Guess guess who I know? I know the guy in second place. <laughs> Pro- profit exchange New Jersey shocker. I know that guy. So we know the top three spots right here. And this is this is going to be fascinating to see what they come up with. This is a five-week quarterly, so that's always we always lament because when we do because it goes five this year I think went four five four five something like yeah, that yeah four five four five yep and like I'd get like an zero oh, and five in the first week of the last five minutes. Yeah, oh, well, that quarterly's done. Yeah. And then you'd say, oh, "Why don't you go for the booby prize?" I'm like, "I'm not that good. I don't want to go for the booby." <laughs> the last quarter is kind of yeah. the only time you can do that, right? Like, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know how to do but that. But yeah, so the I even saw that the full place, uh, the full place booby prize leader right now, Soda Man three twenty seven fifty seven and one. Jeez, there are two entries tied behind him at twenty eight fifty five and two. So compared to first place in full season of 59, 25 and one, I mean, it is. So they're, they're doing their own reverse psychology thing this week. Are you going to take the worst of it? Or are you going to take the best of it? Okay. So like we, we, you and I have never gone down this, this road of like trying to play for the booby. Never. Do you think this week would be easier or harder? Well, that's what I mean. Like now you have, it's almost like the princess bride. But if you put the poison in that one, then you thought I, you thought I put the poison in that one, right? Like, right, yeah, yeah. Um, you want to reenact that whole scene? Go no, ahead. I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even reenacting it correctly, but it, but that's the thing. It's like you're, it's double reverse psychology in that one, right? Where you're like, well, what is he thinking? What am I yeah, thinking? I don't know. I feel like this, th- this week is hard enough to get, to get it right. Like just regular to figure out how to purposely lose this week, I think would be something would be even more difficult than most weeks. Uh, the booby prize in a circa is what a hundred k? What is it total? The, I don't know. The full I don't season know the booby? prize money on that. I don't know the full. Uh, I, I, I mean, shout out to circa again. Th- th- yes. This is the one hundred thousand dollars last 000. place booby prize. Fifty thousand second to last place. Okay. I didn't know that. Fifty thousand second to last place. I mean, if it, if it wasn't for the quarterlies, I would I wouldn't even play. You know, like we talk about the luck factor so much. Like there is so much with, with the season long. It, it, you have to have the NFL season of your life. The quarters. Yeah. We know we can get hot for four weeks. We know you can get hot for five weeks. I don't know that I can. It, it just it just has to fit right <laughs> in one of those quarters, right? I, like, if anything, I have the worst luck on the quarters because again, I like it, it, Bill. That was a great exchange really about was. the contest because. You really do have to accept the luck factor. You do have to to realize that one strategy is going to work one year and it's not the next year. Uh, in terms of them reading the market this year, it's worked brilliantly. And just the, the luck, again, the Megapod versus the yeah. Millions. Okay, maybe I was lucky on the Megapod, maybe I was unlucky on the Millions. But I'm certainly not fortunate when it comes to parsing it out, you know, via the boot, via the quarterlies. Like, I can't, I have no idea, you know, how that ends up being now the next evolution of this would be like the best four week stretch of any period during the season oh that's different so if you had four five and o's that kind of thing right 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 but yeah oh uh, the best four and oh i see what you're you're right it would just be it would just be some of that four five and o's that wouldn't be that fun never mind well good luck to uh humans good luck to uh my guy in second place 
Good luck to yeah. Fez. Good luck to Randy McKay. Good luck to Crack. All these guys trying to get in. I was telling you the story on the break. I, real quick, shout out to Jersey Jerry over at Barstool who just uh, finished up this hole-in-one competition he was trying to do. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's been tracking. This has been incredible. It's like the Matt Brown field goal thing on crack. This is the Matt Brown field goal thing. and he. I, I don't know the shows. I don't know exactly what they do, but he does some of these challenges. And he did went into a golf simulator saying he could hit a, a hole-in-one. And I think they took a Pebble Beach par three and set him up in the golf simulator he was in there for almost for almost two straight days. It sounds like over a day and eight hours of just swinging a golf club into the simulator. <laughs> he just got the hole in one finally, like in the last like twenty minutes, just after, got the hole in one. After how long doing it? I I think he was over. It was a day and eight hours plus. I don't even know how much more of hitting into a simulator. How sore does that guy have to I, be? I mean, there are videos of like the masseuses and like everybody that's been like wow. looking at him. Yeah, in, incredible. <laughs> Matt, Matt Brown field goal challenge. What did, what did he make the claim that a hole in one was easy or I, something? I guess. I don't really know how it started, but yeah, like, I deal. think he slept there too. Like they wouldn't let him leave. Real quick, uh, some Australian open thoughts. We're going to do a podcast, the Beating the Book podcast, which again, the Megapod is today after the show. I'm hanging out here doing it with uh, Will Hill, Todd Wishnev, and today's guest, Brad Feinberg from NBC Sports Philly. New time, uh, new new guest, right, sorry, new guest on the Megapod, first time guest. We've had Brad Brown. Uh, Brad's been on Veasan shows before. Has been? Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, and we'll do uh, an Australian Open podcast. I got to schedule that for next next week. Hopefully, Dan Weston and Drew Dinsick will be able to join me. Uh, but just buttressing some of the thoughts that uh, that Zach Cohen had earlier um, on the men's side. Listen, Novak Djokovic is still the best player in the world, and I know he has a wrist injury. We've seen him have injuries before. I don't want to minimize a wrist injury. Maybe it is something. Maybe it could be. Who knows? But I've seen enough of, Joe, of Joker through the years to, to not read too much into that. So he's appropriately plus 110 despite that injury. I mentioned uh, when Zach was on that Carlos Alcaraz is definitely the number two player in the world, but he did slow down at the end of last year. It might have just been the fact that he just played too much tennis. I mean, my God, he was out there all the time playing. And uh, so his performance, his, his top levels diminished just a little bit, but he's plus 330. That's appropriate. They're going to be on probably, you know, on the opposite ends of the bracket and then Yannick Sinner is the next best player in the world he just is at this point and he's seven to one and I do think if you if you made yourself bet something you said I must have a bet on this and I and it can't be Djokovic I do think Sinner at seven to one is the appropriate play so as he, as he replaced I, mean, I don't want to say replaced but like has he got gone above where Medvedev would he, be just in normal yes. your normal power rankings yes Medvedev is still great though right okay. Medvedev is capable of winning any hard court tournament there is um but like do you expect Medvedev to win this one you don't but yes he's he's probably the fourth best player in the world and you know by the way the, the worst bet on here I would say is probably Rafa at nine to one you just you have no idea this is Rafa Nadal's last year playing tennis he's coming back from injury you have no idea what he's gonna what you're gonna get from him by the way if you go to the women's side and we should go to the women's side here in the last two minutes the worst bet on the women's side is Naomi Osaka at 16 to one we didn't even talk about this I'm yeah. so glad you're bringing this up though because this is every time that, that every time odds get posted for whatever the next Grand Slam is even me who doesn't bet tennis looks at something on one of these. I'm always like, I don't get, I don't get why this person yeah. would be this short or this long. Right? Well, she's won four grand slams, but then she went off and she had a baby. Did she have two or one? I can't even remember anymore at this point. Check but, it. but she's coming, you know, she's 16 to one. She's only played a couple matches here. Uh, she's one in one. 
And you can't really expect her to compete at the highest level of the sport currently. We'll see. Maybe it'll change as the years go on here. She's definitely wanting to be at the top of the sport again, but you can't expect her to win this tournament here. You have the top four here. Iga Sviatek, Rina Sabalenka, Lena Rybakina, and Coco Goff. Those are your four best players in the world, with Iga being the number one. And just to give you an idea, Kelly, this will just put it in context for folks, because everybody knows I'm in the tank for Iga and have been since day one. I think she's going to be the greatest player of all time. She has four slams at this moment. But just in terms of the tennis data that, that I do, ter, uh, serve percentage, return percentage, that kind of thing. When you add those things up, uh, if you come out, just to give you the hack, 100 is average, 110 is elite, 120 is like Djokovic Iga level, typically, right? Okay. So if you take like it, I do 12-month, 6-month, 3-month numbers. Iga is in the 114 range in terms of year and, and six months. She's 120 when it comes to like a three month thing. The next best is Sabalenka in the 106 range for six months. Rabakina is 106 for a year and three months. And Goff got to 107 because she had a great summer when she did, if you look at her six month numbers, but those dip if you do year and three month as well. So I guess what I'm saying is that's the difference. Like Sviatek is just that much better than the second, third, and fourth best players in the world. Could she lose? Yes. Am I betting on Sviatek and Djokovic? In the end, I am. More NFL coming up on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Do you think when they cast the Sky Rizzy commercial, they actually, like, do dance auditions first before they cast You have to, Gil. I don't think they All did. All those look like pros to me. I don't think they did. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VEASAN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. For VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. You are the greatest listeners who have ever lived, and I mean that. Uh, DJ Jams. Hey, Gil, can I ask you a question? 
I'm contemplating hedging on my Flacco ticket. Do you think the Hamlin number will go down or up after week 18 is over? Damn, I just looked and Hamlin is back up to minus 250. May have missed my window. Love the show. I think he answered his question in real time. Yeah, you gotta like when you answer your own question while yeah. writing a tweet. In. <laughs> That's right. Um, I mean that that is we we covered it earlier, but large in part, largely in part, that movement is because Flacco will not play this weekend. That's right. Jason H eleven doesn't mean it's still not a bad bet. What do you say? He has hundred one hundred one on him. Uh, we know so many. I mean, so many people have these ridiculous yeah. numbers on Flacco. Oh, we've heard that. We've like heard an idiot a bit, but no, you know, a little bit for me to <laughs> really sit here every, every day talking about it. By the way, that's me and Kelly. That's our biggest. That's the biggest self-loathing thing we have. Wouldn't you say that for as many bets as we do make? Yeah, there's always one. How many things we sit here talking about? Talking about and then we don't. It's and like, then a month well, later, we're like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't sweet. have a flacco bet here. Jason H11. Hey, uh, Gil, can you or Kelly bet $100 on the three horse in the next Sigma, uh, Sigma Derby race for me? Thanks. Three Jack H3131. Appreciate the uh, the humor you bring to the show, Gil. Helps break up my morning dealing with people I would prefer to avoid. Good luck with all your bets this week. Thank you, Three Jack. Appreciate that very much. Where are, you, where are you working at, Jack? The post office? Jason Weingarten coming? <laughs> Jordan Pagel. Oh, I like what Jordan's saying here. He goes, it's funny how different people view these contests. I'm the complete opposite of Kelly. I've never run hot enough to be in contention for a quarter. I'm with you, Jordan. But every year, I've run consistent enough to be competing in the season-long prizes. Oh, interesting. Okay. I view it as a season-long thing, just like Jordan does. And, you know, to whatever extent I'm you know, even in contention or not, that's a different story. But that's how I view it because because the he's right. Like I can't do a, I can't be that. I'm never the guy who goes 18 and two in a quarter. Never. Trevor Warwick. Oh, he has the stats. 37 hours, 25, 2600 plus swings later. Oh, it's a 2600 swings. Like, are you kidding me? I oh wouldn't be able to move. God. And then. Uh, SC, go fast, Troy. Oh, because we we're talking about the 84 team. How do you think Art Monk and Daryl Green would translate into today's game? That is a great question. Daryl Green would be outstanding. All right, because good show. The, I'll see you guys tomorrow. He's the uh, fastest, because he's the fastest human being on earth, right? He'd be outstanding. He was running like a 4-4 when he was 50. Um, and then uh, Art Monk would not be good at all. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I don't know what I don't know what, I don't know what he would do. Okay. And he's like my favorite player of all time. I don't think he'd be very good. Um, okay, but can we talk more Australian Open before we get to our NFL thoughts here? Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to finish up again. You know, I always love listening to you talk about it too, oh, because I think greatest. there's a lot that translates from tennis to golf handicapping. A lot of the things that you, like you just brought up those different time sets, right, and what, what they're playing. You know, last six months, last nine yeah. months, whatever. Well. You know, whatever. And those ratings that you have, it's so similar to how we approach golf. And again, you know, listen, it, because it's an individual sport like golf, but tennis specifically, you are out there by yourself. They do allow coaching now when they didn't when they didn't uh, before, but you're still it's all up to you. You can't rely on teammates. So could you have a game or, or excuse me, a match where you have just one bad day and it all goes and then it blows up in your face? Of course, that's the nature of you know, a a Grand Slam or any tennis tournament, but a Grand Slam where you have to win seven matches in a row. Um, You know, could any player mentally get crushed 
one outing. Uh, you know, Iga had a problem getting over Rabakina for some time um, when she was having her little mid-season swoon last year. Again, the pressure of being number one in the world 75 weeks in a row. Once that snapped, you could feel it, the weight coming off her shoulders. And now we'll see. Can she win the Australian Open for the first time? She's going to win one or two or three or four of these in her career. This might be the first, and I think it will be. So, again, just to clarify what my bets are, I have Iga straight. I have Iga to win three slams this year. I have Iga to win this tournament at three to one. I got a good number. I got her to win three slams this year at 10 to one. I have her in cross sport parlays with Djokovic and the Niners. I do. I did add one with with uh, the Ravens. Uh, and then and Djokovic with Iga yesterday, just to cover my bases on that. The Ravens one's a little longer than the Niners one. Um, and so that's how I have played this. And every day, Kelly sees me after every show, I add a bet, some combination of this uh, for what I hope is a big January. But that's how strongly I feel about Iga, specifically the Ravens and the Niners in football being the the ultimate Super Bowl winner, and then to, you know, a third extent, I guess, Djokovic on the men's side. So, so let me ask you some some tennis handicapping questions. Please. So, Can I add one more thing before you do? Mira Andreva, 35 to 1, which got brought up earlier on the show. She is, if, they, if you were asking me, is there a Iga type out there? Iga type. Let's emphasize type. Mira Andreva is the, is the long shot player on the women's tour that is going to win a lot of tournaments in her career. Will she win this one? I don't think so. I'm never going to be able to hear that name now without yeah. thinking about the, the epic bets giving finish that involved JBT. what, her sister? Her right? sister. It wasn't even her, right? Erica it was her sister. Andreva. That's right. Oh, that's great. Right, that's anyway, great. your question, uh, Okay, so like when you enter Australian Open, is it are you looking back then to last summer's kind of data that you're analyzing, and then you're carrying that over into the Australian Open? I'm doing and, and real quick, Australian Open, do you bet? Do you find yourself betting less money on than the other Grand Slams? Uh, no. Okay. But I'm looking at. I'm not focusing on any specific. I'm, I'm looking at primarily 12 month and six month hardcore data. I don't necessarily want the shorter-term data influencing me, but I will tell you that with any sport, there are players who get so on fire that sometimes the shorter term does trump, and usually that will come that will become apparent to me as a tournament continues, mm -hmm. right? But like when it first starts, I'm not necessarily focused on the shorter term. Big Sigma Derby finish. Oh, that's just a big win over yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know if that helps with the question, but that I'm primarily looking on the no, longer term. Yeah, I think yeah. it does. And like Eric Cole, my golf bet this yes. week would have been that shorter term guy right. that you, I wouldn't normally be looking for. So, okay, now let's move on. French Open after this. Yes. Do you take how much do you take out of the Australian Open, or are you really just waiting for clay court season clay to court start season. and you're analyzing all, everything based off that? 100%. Okay. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm going back to the previous year of clay also. And clay is a, that's the thing. It's a completely different, right? So grass is the fastest, gradation, gradations of hard court next, clay being the slowest. Ego being the queen of clay, Rafa being the king of clay, uh, the strongest players physically on each side, or at least they hit the, the ball the, the hardest. Um, but, you know, even take on the women's side, like uh, Zheng Xinwen, who's this young Chinese player who's phenomenally, uh, you know, huge forehand and back, you know, forehand strength. It doesn't even light a candle to Iga, right? Okay. So, um, 
it's just it, it. So yes, it's a whole different data set. It's almost as if you're playing a different sport. Right. Right. Yeah. That's I, how I, I view for, it. To me, it makes sense because yeah. you're transitioning from different different uh, court surface to different court surface. Yeah. Okay. Is there a surface that you find the most difficult? Grass, without question. Grass. Okay. Because because it's the sh- it's the smallest data set because gra- grass season is super short and. It just for for me, whatever reason, Wimbledon's never as successful as as hard courts and clay, it, and it has Makes to do sense, with the yeah. data set. It's just not as robust. But yeah, it's that it's really but short, right? That grass is really short. To it. Now you can make some. You know, it's not it's not completely different sport than hard court than the fastest hard court, right? I mean, so you can make some kind of translation. But yeah, if you're asking me what the hardest surface is for me, it's that historically. Okay, and then lastly, uh-huh. I like this interview of Gil Alexander. Thank you. Uh, the Okay, would you say we, we always hear you with tennis bets, you know, almost every day while tennis is being played, right? Yeah. Do you still have way more in the Grand Slams just because there's more constant action or more, not really? More action or more yeah, money? Yeah, more, more, more money. No, not more money. On the futures, yeah, sometimes I'll have okay. more money. But, like, in terms of an individual match day, per match, no. But it will be more action because there's 128 right, players yeah. playing in a Grand Slam as opposed to 64 or 32 in these in these smaller tournaments. So, yeah, there'll be more volume generally because you'll see more, more of an edge triggered. Makes sense. But, you know, it's like any sport. Like, last night I had Pliskova. If you are vsan.com slash picks, I had Carolina Pliskova. She was plus 157 against Yelena Ostapenko. Went to a third set. Yelena Ostapenko was, you know, she she saved eight of 11 break points against her, and I lost. What do you, you can't do anything about that. Yeah. She was the best in the biggest moments. So it's like any other sport. You also have to capitalize at the biggest moments. Runners in scoring position, third down conversions, break points. It's a huge part of tennis handicapping as well. Thank you. Are we done with the interview? We done? We are. We're out of time. Oh, that's right. We are. Thank you. Uh, I'm about to do the Megapod. Brad Feinberg is our guest with Todd Wishnev and Will Hill. We've done all we can do. Best bets is next. Enjoy from Veasan, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.